What are you choosing to create in your life? Are you doing it with awareness? And are you doing it with strength? Are you doing it through fear? And are you possibly doing it because it's something you love? Welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast, where we look at the way words, thoughts, feelings, and our surroundings impact us, work with us, and work against us. Looking forward to having you join me. Let's get on with it. Hello, everyone. I'm delighted to introduce Natalie King, Confidence Coach, to you today. Natalie, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on the Mindset Alchemy pod- podcast today. I can't even speak. Well, thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, that's so awesome. I love your yellow wall behind you. It's gorgeous. So bright and sparkling. <laughs> so nice. You need what? bright and sparkly here in the UK. You need it. <laughs> Yes, I I do imagine the UK would require it. I know um, at home in a darker room, my former home, I had painted it yellow just to give that light. Natalie, please tell us a bit about what brought you to become a confidence coach. I think it's wonderful. It's been a a journey. And um, as some of your audience might have noticed, we have similar accents. And that is because I grew up in South Africa but I've been living in the UK for 22 and a half years now and confidence for me was not something that I spent my life with I had it as a as a young child but then through schooling and everything else it slowly just got beaten out of me not not physically beaten out of me but just words beaten out and soul destroying beaten out of me And then I needed to start my own business because I realized that the jobs that I was doing was just slowly eroding me and my soul. And I was losing who I was. I didn't want anything. I I lost any passion for anything. And it was just a matter of I was just surviving this life until I would just, you know, pop my clogs and get buried. And I didn't want to live like that anymore. I was just way too young to be living like that. So I then did something which, looking back, I'm thinking, what the hell was I thinking? But I joined a speakers club and I started to learn public speaking. So I went from being feeling like an absolute nobody to doing one of the top fears in the world and doing public speaking. But it was actually a baptism by fire for me because what it did is it helped me to find my voice, helped me to find who I was, but also it helped me to learn and realize what confidence was. And when I realized that, when I started to get an understanding of what confidence was doing for me, that was when I had my shift and it was like, this is what I want to do now. This is what I want to help people with, is help them to find this own superpower of confidence without having to go and do public speaking. I can give it to you, shall I say, the easy way. I love that, the easy way. The easy way is stand up and talk. (laughs) So who are the sort of clients that come to you looking to have their confidence uh, expanded and improved on? I normally work with 
new or small business owners or solopreneurs and they've been in business a couple of years they've maybe started business because of furlough or they just got so fed up with the jobs that they had or they had kids and they couldn't find a job where they could do the school run or like me they just needed to get out of the workplace and start their own business and then you you just start your own business out of a fear or out of just okay I'm just going to do my business and you just get on with it and then you hit a wall and this is where these are the ones that I'm, I'm, I like to work with because they've got the skills, they've got mm -hmm. the knowledge, mm -hmm. but they don't have the confidence, but they've been in business a couple of years and they're stuck. So they've got this proverbial wall that they've hit is, is they're not able to progress and it usually comes down to confidence. And then once they learn that, then they go up to the next level. Now, when you say they learn that, what do you do to help your clients to gain that confidence? So very much does vary on person to person. It's not a cookie cutter. It's not one size fits all. But one of the a couple of ways that I like to work is I like to find out who that person is, mm -hmm. not who they think they are right now, but who they are. Who's that person that started out before they fit into the job they had or fit into that role that they're playing so it's find that that person under all those layers and and starting to work with their identity and then it's also about finding out what their values are and again it's finding their own values so it's not family values not country values or values that they think that I should have these values because grandma had them or anything like that and it's starting to I help them to connect with who they are and then from that it's exercises or challenges or just working together to find ways or for them to really connect with that superhero inside of them and then they start to find their confidence build their confidence but while I'm doing that with them, I'm also helping them bring this into their business. Mm -hmm. So I work with the business owner and their business together to, so that the two grow together, the two become almost one. Well, they become what, who they are, wouldn't you say? Would you say that it's actually bringing them into integration? You're integrating yes. their personas together. That yes. is so powerful. Share a bit about your journey towards confidence. How, who did you discover within Natalie? <laughs> oh, this I'm still discovering. <laughs> I'm still discovering. This is okay. a journey I think yes. it's going to take years. But one thing is I've discovered is um, I'm starting to find my strengths and learn my weaknesses because knowing our weaknesses is still a power because then we can work with them. And I've also found my inner introvert. And this was something that really excited me to find this. But the biggest thing is, is I'm starting to find who I am. And mm -hmm. it's difficult to, to describe it, but it's the, the courage that I used to have as a child is coming back, which I had lost. I'd lost that almost that excitement of 
yes, I want to think about something I can do next year or I want to start thinking about the future. And these are really exciting me because for me, if you said anything about having dreams or goals or plans, I was like, yeah, just I'm just waiting to die. And and that's been very exciting is to start to have a passion again, to really start to enjoy life. And this for me has been been a wonderful journey. And it's just about finding my values, my strengths that are mine, you know, mine, 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 all mine. <laughs> I love not it. my mother's, <laughs> not my family's, not South African or English or, or anything, but but just mine. And it's starting to find I'm enjoying being different to everybody else. And this is something that, that again, has been a, a surprise to me because I always wanted to fit in, then I wouldn't be noticed. And now it's like, no, actually, I want to be unique. I want to stand out and be different. So if everybody's saying, yeah, but the sky's blue, I'm thinking, is it really? Couldn't it maybe be pink? You know, just because. <laughs> Any color except gray. <laughs> Oh, that is beautiful. So what is your superpower, Natalie? <laughs> My superpower is actually one of them is I am quite logistical. Love it. I love that word. <laughs> in, in a time of crisis or in a time of high stress, yes. I actually can really focus and make a plan and a goal and now, now we need to do this now we need to do this now we need to do this and this is something that I'm bringing into helping business owners to help them to find their way their how mm -hmm. and and it, it's been an interesting finding that strength that 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 almost that focus that lo logistical focus that I can have and I'm, I do it without the stress bit with other business owners because I can sort of see, oh, yes, that step, that step, that step. Mm -hmm. But it comes out very much in me when there is a time of crisis, when something needs to be done. I just, whew, it's almost like I just get that clear focus. And I bring that into helping my clients with, with their how in their business. Mm. That's such an interesting thing, helping them with their how. Because um, most people talk about the why. Now, I know many people that have the why. They know the reason they would like to do something. And I so resonate with you saying the how, because so many people start businesses without a cooking clue of what it involves financially, emotionally, um, in any way. Apart from the inability to connect the dots, what is one of the primary things you see in your clients that is triggered by the that is triggered by and is a trigger around confidence is a lack of belief in themselves mm -hmm. they they don't believe that they can do it they don't believe that they can achieve what they're wanting to achieve achieve so um that's something that i see a lot is is just this this lack of belief and, and that is where the, the lack of confidence is coming in. And, and they have this little voice, you know, oh, you can't do it. Or um, why did you get, 
why did you give up a good job? You should have just stayed there. It would have been easier. And this is, they come to me in that place. Mm-hmm. And I can see their potential. I can see their worth. And this is what I like to help them to see it for themselves. But it's it's just that lack of self-belief. What do you feel triggers that lack of self-belief? I think it's a combination of growing up, family, teachers, colleagues, um, just the way that that they maybe believe themselves having been at school. I never was academic and I never got good grades. Therefore, I can't do this. Mm. Um, or it's I was never a sporty kid, so therefore I can't do this. And it's 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 usually something from growing up. Ah. Uh. Yes. What was it for you? Well, growing up, awful. (laughs) (laughs) What triggered the lack of confidence? Because you mentioned you were confident and slowly it seeped away and disappeared over the years. What do you feel? Bullying. Bullying. Bullying Bullying at school and then bullying through my work life. So the question to ask is, where was Natalie bullying Natalie? Oh, she just went away. <laughs> she just went away. <laughs> oh, so many times I hear clients telling themselves the most horrid stories and about themselves. And when I say, do you know you're bullying yourself? They go, no, me never. I was bullied. It starts with us bullying ourselves. How do you I'm a hard you? taskmaster. I judge myself. I'm a, I do judge. Yeah. And is, is that, a, I feel very often that is taken as a negative thing rather than seeing it for the strength like you did. You took that judgment, the shadow side of judgment, and turned it into helping a pain point for your client of being a logistician. Yeah, but there was a lot of flagellation before that, you know. <laughs> For the audience who doesn't know, that means to whip oneself silly. Flagellation is not what the mitochondria do only. It's when we whip ourselves. You know, that cat and nine tails. We can go down a very long route for that. Tell me something. What books do you recommend to your clients to read to help them with their confidence? So one of the the books I do like to recommend or authors is Brené Brown um, Mm -hmm. because she talks a lot about vulnerability. And vulnerability has a lot to do with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I recommend Brené Brown. I recommend Simon Sinek because of the just the way that he thinks. And it's a good business book mm-hmm. to bring in. And there, there's hundreds of others. But one more that I do recommend is Amy Cuddy. And again, because of the, the, the confidence bit, is she talks very much about presence being presence in the moment not your little box with a bow on top but being present in in now and she talks a lot about body language and the way we stand and and all that so between those three you get a good balance you're getting a balance of learning a little bit about vulnerability learning about how vulnerability can be a strength and when you start to be more vulnerable, you're actually starting to become more confident. It sounds really weird, but it works. 
And then with, with Amy Cuddy, it is about being present. It's about using your body to your strength, to your advantage. And then with Simon Sinek, it's about business. It's understanding a little bit about business or understanding about, and he does talk a lot about corporate business, but still a lot of it is the same. And it gives you a different way of thinking. And um, so those are sort of the three I can think of now. I have bookshelves of books, but I'll, I'll stick with those three. I love it. Does Amy Cuddy's book have a title? Presence. Presence. Oh, sorry. I missed that. And she and she's a TED talker as well. She's oh, done a TED fantastic. talk. So if so you would highly recommend her TED talks as well. Yeah. Yeah. And this is C U or K U. C U. I love that. So now, because you are the Mindset Alchemy podcast, what was your catalyst for success that brought you along this journey? <laughs> it was the having a panic attack mm -hmm. was the shift that um, made me realize I can't do this anymore. Something has to change. And I always believed that it was other people's fault that I was in this position. And having that panic attack in a motor vehicle doing 70 miles an hour down a motorway <gasps> is not the best place to no. just lose, lose it. And I just thank stars, angels, everything that I managed to get off the, the highway and I drove through Cambridge. It was just full of cyclists as well and got to work. And I don't know how I did that without hurting anybody, hitting anybody or anything. And that was my moment of thinking, you know what, there's got to be more to this mm. and maybe it's up to me to do it. And well, that, that was my change. That's quite a hectic change. How did your panic attack present? It just, one minute was there, one minute wasn't there, the next minute was there. And I just, I, I can remember going down the motorway doing 70 miles an hour and literally the next second I'm at work and it was 20 minutes between mm. that time. Mm. Um, and just getting there and just thinking, I can't do this. I can't do this. I actually went into work and handed in my notice, my verbal mm -hmm. notice, because I knew it was work. That was what caused yes. the panic attack. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that I just, I had to make the change. I oh. didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know anything. I just realized that if it was going to be, it was up to me. I love that. That is just so powerful, Natalie. When your clients come to you, do you ever share that story with them? I do. I do. I share if it's appropriate for them. Yes, but I do obviously. share that I've, I understand the journey that they're on. I understand that it's difficult to understand the ups and downs. It might not be the exact same story, same journey, mm. but I've been there. I, I do understand the pain because I've been there and I will share what is appropriate for them or what I feel they will get more value from. So I don't not share that I've come from the darkness and, and come into the light. Yes. <laughs> yeah, It's a beautiful analogy because that's literally what it feels like. Now, I heard you mention that you've written a book. Would you like to share about that? No, 
okay, then it, I'm thinking of the wrong person. <laughs> you will see Natalie's eyes just got so large. By the way, people, I'm psychic. So maybe Natalie's busy about to write a book. <laughs> I am? Uh-oh. <laughs> Nobody said what it looked like, did we now? Or when. <laughs> or when. Yes, it doesn't even have to be in this lifetime. <laughs> uh, but I, def I definitely kept on hearing writing a book. So we'll explore that on another podcast. Natalie, what is something you would like to share to our audience around mindset and confidence? Just one tip. One tip is start to believe in yourself start to believe that you can do it take the lessons that you've learned from your past of where you have done it and and really bring them to to how you are now and you start to see you've done it you've done those confidence things you've done those lessons you've learned from life mm. Start taking these lessons and bringing them forward into where you are now instead of leaving them in the past and saying, I've not learned anything, I've not done anything. Mm -hmm. That is beautiful and so true. So many times I share with people that competence brings confidence. The challenge is to become competent in what we are doing in the better way. What do you offer your clients to help them with competence on their journey to confidence? I, help, I offer them support mm -hmm. and the the space to launch and adjust. Mm -hmm. And this is something that my coach has, has shown me and taught me. It's about launching and adjusting. So just mm -hmm. launch whatever you want to be doing and adjust it. It's not about creating perfect. Mm -hmm. It's about trial and error. It's about what works, what doesn't work. And this is why I love the launch and adjust analogy, because it's get whatever you're doing out there. What can I tweak? What works? What doesn't work? What does what needs changing? And quite often it's not a massive change. Mm -hmm. It's just a slight change. And it's it's be a yacht. And if you mm -hmm. think about a yacht, they're always tacking. They're always fighting that wind. And it's, they don't sail in a straight line. It's zigzag. Mm -hmm. And this is what running a business is about. It's that zigzag. And, and this is where I help them. I'm there with them while they're doing it. I'm there to guide, support, mentor, coach, whatever they need at that moment to help them as they're launching and adjusting. So they eventually, they don't need me. Mm -hmm. And that's always the best thing about being a coach when your clients don't need you anymore. Yes. Yeah. They go off and off they sail around the world and they just drop you off on some island and hopefully it's a lovely tropical one and then they go off. And hopefully send you some postcards. Yes. <laughs> Although here in South Africa, I wouldn't receive them. But anyway, that's being negative. Moving on. <laughs> Natalie, on your journey... What are, some, what are three important points you've learned about yourself? Hmm. One of them is I can do it. That's mm. been a, a real eye-opener for me. Two is have the right people around you. Oh. Is um, I always thought that I had to do everything myself. Mm. And I 
realize no actually we don't do everything ourselves mm-hmm. we need to have the support to so have the right people around you for different reasons you have one person for one thing and somebody else for something else that's fine and the, the third thing is do have a coach do have somebody who is not going to be gentle with you. Family is gentle. Friends are gentle. You know, colleagues are gentle. But when you get a coach, and that to me was something that I needed to learn. I needed to realize that um, I can do it, but I need the people around me. That is beautiful. Wow, oh, wow, oh, wow. (laughs) That is so awesome. Yes, I had somebody the other day tell me they can no longer work with me because their husband told them a coach doesn't need a coach. And I just looked at them and I kept very silent and I said, an interesting point of view because a coach without a coach is somebody that uh, would you like to be coaching with them? I have had some brilliant coaches that didn't currently have a coach. They've always had that mentorship. Mm what for you would make a difference if you couldn't coach oh if i couldn't coach hmm. how would you choose to make be the difference you are i would then become a teacher but not not in a school or university but then i would teach so I would then do more presentations or courses or very much focus on teaching Mm. if I couldn't coach and I do a little bit of that already so it's it's sort of just (laughs) going but it's it I would I would then teach oh I, I just love that Natalie thank you so much for your time people before Natalie came on the call she was busy doing editing and getting lost in the world of creativity What do you do apart from editing to relax and to help yourself just have a different perspective as you grow your creativity? So one thing that I'd like to do in the evenings, especially in the winter here in the UK, it's dark, it's cold. I'll sit in the evenings, I'll listen to a good book, um, a sort of personal development book. And I love the adult coloring in books because oh, just, I just get to color in, in. I don't have to really think. I just love to play with the colors and mix the colors as I'm listening to an inspiring story or lessons. I don't listen to novels when it is very much personal development and it's about learning and that I, I just enjoy doing that. And on nice days, going to the seaside. Oh, yes. I resonate with all of those. <laughs> Natalie, I so, so appreciate you coming onto the podcast for sharing with our audience. What would you like to close off with? Remember to live your life with confidence. Beautiful. And on that note, everyone, remember to look Natalie up. All of her contact details will be in the show notes. Thank you again, Natalie. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening. And remember, come and find me on social media and tell me what you got out of this, where you can shift and change, and what it is you'd like to change to.
If you'd like to work with me, reach out and let's chat. Have a great, glorious and phenomenal day. Bye-bye.